0: Today's scripture comes from Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 through 27. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. A windstorm arose on the sea, so great that the boat was being swamped by the waves, but he was asleep. And they went and woke him up, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, you of little faith? Then he got up and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a dead calm. They were amazed, saying, What sort of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I think Jesus has a lot in common with a U.S. Army soldier. You know, we can t- we can talk about some of the civic religion parts of it, but that's not really what I'm talking about. Um, the main thing that I think Jesus shares in common is uh, apparently he can just falls asleep anywhere. Um, and when we think about this particular story, uh, we think about the amazement. Uh, that comes, and uh, this one moment, being able to uh, even see uh, the echoes of uh, that first chapter of Genesis, where the Spirit of God hovered over the feasts of the, uh, the, the face of the churning, chaotic, stormy, um, whipping waters of chaos and, and breathed order in creation, life out of what was um, just a churning nothingness. Um, And yet, I don't necessarily think that this is uh, a scripture that our point is to take away, necessarily, um, of a nature miracle. Uh, But something about uh, Jesus' reaction in this moment uh, being compared to the disciples' reaction in this moment. Uh, over the last several weeks, as we've been talking about uh, the method that we have to the madness, the, the storms and the chaos that we have whip up in, in life, we as Methodists, we as believers have uh, sort of a, a methodology, we have a method to, to where we deal with some of these uh, storms and the chaos and the difficulties uh, that come in. And so today uh, is praying always. Uh, And sometimes our prayers seem very different because it's one thing um, to listen to our prayers when everything's going great, uh, when we have nothing to thanks but for blessings and uh, things going our way, and and, and man, we just think everything is amazing. Uh, But then there's uh, the storms. There's the difficulty. Um, As I've sat with uh, several members over the last several weeks of different storms and difficulties and uh, just madness and craziness that was going on in their lives, uh, usually the question that comes up is, uh, why is this happening and what have I done? And and we talk about the fact that a lot of times in uh, the madness that we have in life, um, we we try to make it uh, an epic struggle between good and evil. Uh, which means that we feel like when something uh, difficult is going on in our lives, and then maybe that means I did something wrong. Maybe there's uh, sin or evil in my life. And uh, one of the things I said is uh, sometimes our struggle is not necessarily with good and evil. Sometimes our struggle uh, is between um, order and chaos, just the chaos of life that comes together. That there seems to be no reason or no explanation, and yet we grasp so hard for those reasons. How do we make it through those moments? And I think from this story, the the bottom line that I came away with was, we pray. We pray continually, we pray always, and we pray faithfully. And, And it is an interesting reaction as we get into this particular story of Jesus uh, sleeping in the front of the boat while the disciples are struggling to feel like they're not even going to make it through the storm. Um, they, they sort of uh, feel like this storm that has whipped up in this very moment um, is, is just going to drown them all. Um, the waves and the wind just become so overwhelming, they don't even think they're going to make it. Now, Jesus, Jesus is tired. And I think if we just think through the struggles that we have just in our daily lives, um, we realize that that life is exhausting sometimes. Uh, Jesus, if you read the the, the chapters before this, has uh, not only been healing those that he's come into their houses, but crowds have been bringing people for Jesus to heal. And on the, the, on the heels of all those healings that Jesus is booing, uh, he's just gotten done preaching uh, the longest, widest, deepest, uh, sort of uh, most topical sermon that, that he possibly can. Everything from uh, wisdom to adultery to tithing uh, and the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus has been putting the hours in and he's asleep in the front of the boat. But as Jesus is sleeping through this storm and the disciples seem to think that it's going to be the end of them, we have two different reactions of just how serious is this moment. Now, either Jesus might not even notice the storm is that bad or Jesus doesn't care. Which that can be a hard place to be as a disciple. When we're in those situations in life that seem like they're, they're, they're getting out of control, they seem like they're going to overwhelm us. And does God even notice? And does God even care? Can we still pray in those moments? And according to this story, the disciples' answer was Yes. And they prayed two very specific prayers, two very faithful prayers uh, that I think many of us are very familiar with. Uh, The first prayer was, save us. And we know that prayer. We know that prayer to where life all of a sudden starts seems to washing over us and everything kind of starts to feel like it's coming apart at the seams and uh, all of the plans that seemed like a simple journey. They were going to get in this boat. They were going to go to the other side of the lake. They can see the other side of the lake. But all of a sudden, uh, what used to be on the horizon uh, is now clouds and mist and waves and water and chaos and madness. They've lost sight even of where they had planned to be going. So they wake Jesus up. And they say, save us. We're all about to drown. Now the Gospel of Mark, where uh, the Gospel of Matthew uh, sort of drew a lot of its stories from in reminding the disciples in that community. Now the Gospel of Mark, the prayer of the disciples is, Jesus, do you even care we're about to die? Do you even care that we're about to perish? And a lot of us know that prayer as well. God, do you even notice me? Do you even notice me and do you even care? And the answer to that question is that Jesus stood up in the front of that boat and took care of the wind and the waves and settled everything to a dead calm. And it emphasizes a dead calm, as if erased everything that was giving them worry and anxiety and fear in that moment and just wiped it away. And instead brought peace. Now I think there's a, a question on, were the disciples overreacting? Maybe. Jesus doesn't seem nearly as worried as they did. But that's okay. Okay. Because that's how our lives can get sometimes, of something that seems so big and something that seems uh, so scary and so overcomable, uh, all of a sudden it just seems like all of our sense of reasoning through it just kind of goes out the window and all of a sudden the impossible is looming before us. But even sometimes with a good nap, with a good meal and a prayer, 24 hours later what seemed impossible now all of a sudden seems simple. And something that the perspective of God knew that deliverance was always there. We get into moments of our lives where everything can seem so out of control. But sometimes beginning with prayer. Even in those stormy, chaotic, mad moments of life. Those faithful prayers of save me. And God do you even notice me? God's answer always is yes. Prayer comes through those moments of life where we least expect it and connects us to something that is bigger than ourselves. Hope and healing and deliverance. That that seems like at the beginning of the prayer, like we may never see it again. And by the end of the prayer, we see that there is something greater than what we ever imagined. And so we come into a space where life sometimes uh, gets, to, gets us uh, twisted around and turned around and whipped about and uh, a little bit wet and a little bit, a little bit rainy. But we still have a God in the boat with us. I wonder if the disciples weren't as nearly tired as Jesus was. that how tired can we be if we're just observing the work what Jesus is doing? But now we have an invitation to join Jesus in that work. I think the other part of the story is that Jesus was taking the boat to the other side of the lake where the Gentiles were, another area of God's ministry that people couldn't anticipate the broadening of deliverance, the broadening of life and of hope into a population of this world that beforehand people had thought was not within the people of God. And it almost foreshadows the fact that there are going to be stronger storms to come in the disciples' lives. There's going to be greater difficulty. And the promise that Jesus will get them through this storm is the promise that they'll rely on that will give them the faith for the bigger storms to come. We get made stronger through the storms. And those prayers of faith begin to grow even deeper and get to be prayers of hope that get to be overflowing and allow us to pour into the world. Let us follow Jesus into that work. Into those storms, into the madness of life, and bring hope and joy, peace and deliverance. Amen and amen. Will you pray with me this morning? Almighty and gracious God, we recognize that you are the God and creator of all that we see. Lord, you are beyond a shadow of the doubt, the Lord of the wind and the waves, the sea and the storms, but the miracles that you work in this world are not ones that just settle storms in nature, but Lord, storms in our lives as well. Lord, through all of the distractions and the concerns and the trappings of trying to be presentable to you, Lord, our prayers come out of faith constantly of just, God, save us and God, please see me the parts of our soul that long to be attached and delivered and loved by you. And so God, as you have found us in our hurt and our hardship and the madness and the storms, remind us that there is still work to be done as we can join others through the hardship and the storms that they face. And we can be that still calm reminder that you are always with us. As we pray all these things, As a faithful disciples of Jesus. Amen and amen.